So today is the second day of the seminar Shada Tanishta and Beyond. And today we'll be studying Canto 1, Chapter 2, Verses 17 and 18. So you can put um, the verse on, uh, share the verse 1, 2, 17 um, um, on the screen. And uh, so I hope you did something this last week to strengthen your faith. We gave some tips, and I hope you, you, you did that. So today's class, it will be the next two steps. Yes, last class was on Shadha, Faith, and Bhajana, uh, sorry, uh, Sarusanga, or Association with Devotees. So today's class is going to be about Bhajana Kriya, Devotional Service, uh, following regular principles, after initiated, and Anartha Nivriti, uh, the different levels of unsteady devotional service, the struggles that we face now in our Krishna consciousness. Okay, so uh, here we have the verse Shinvatam Svakata Krishna Punyashavana Kirtana Hidanta Stahyapadani Viduna Tisrit Satam. Go to translation. Shri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, who is the Paramatma, super soul in everyone's heart, and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee, who has developed the urge to hear his messages, which are in themselves virtuous and properly heard and chanted. So, I used to live in Vrindavan. This year I'm stuck here, but um, at this time of year, especially yeah, right now, it's very, very foggy, uh, very deep fog. And so one time, my godbrother, His Holiness Bibi Govind Maharaj, was driving uh, Satyut Maharaj in deep fog from Delhi to Vrindavan. And Maharaj, Satyut Maharaj had the following realization. When there's no fog, we move very quickly. But when the fog is thick, we slow down, and it takes time to cross the smallest distance. So the sun is shining above the fog, but the fog is blocking its warmth and light. Now we have a fog in our heart, and that fog, fog is namaparad, offenses to the name, and anartas, or bad habits, bad qualities, lust, anger, greed, covers our heart, and the rays of the pure holy name do not shine within. We cannot see, we move slowly, we feel the chill of uncertainty in our practice. When will we ever reach the goal? But by sincere chanting, rich with spiritual knowledge, the thick fog of our heart will be clear. Then, brilliant, the spiritual rays of the Holy Name will come and shine in our heart, and our soul will bathe in the warmth of spiritual joy, and our path back to Godhead will be constantly illuminated, and we'll reach the shore, back to home, back to Godhead. So today we must be ready to go through the fog. Will we get help? Let's look at the purport paragraph 2. The Lord is reciprocally respondent to his devotees. When he sees that a devotee is completely sincere in getting admittance to the transcendental service of the Lord and has thus become eager to hear about him, the Lord acts from within the devotee in such a way devotee may easily go back to him. The Lord is more anxious to take us back into his kingdom than we can desire. Most of us do not desire at all to go back to Godhead. Only a very few men want to go back to Godhead. But anyone who desires to go back to Godhead, Sri Krishna helps in all respects. So, I'm, um, how many of you want to go back to Godhead? Um, do we all want to go? Or do we prefer this world uh, for, you know, it's not so bad, you know, a little few problems but that's you know 
Or do we want to go to the spiritual world, where it's eternal, blissful and knowledge, full of knowledge? In Sweden, I asked this question, and very few raised their hands. <laughs> I think they like Sweden. <laughs> um, but yes, um, now, now especially, I think people are realizing more with this COVID that there is, it's not a, a safe place to live. You can't even go to the store, to the grocery store, without uh, taking care. So yes, we want to go back to God here. This verse talks about punya. By chanting and hearing about Krishna, we get, we create punya. We create uh, good karma, spiritual karma. And so Srila Prabhupada has said in a lecture, Nectar Devotion, that even if you don't understand a single word that we're speaking, if you just hear, you become pious. And that's what this verse is talking about. And Prabhupada also um, commented that <clears throat> every word, every obeisance is being counted by Krishna and being put into our spiritual bank account. And one day we'll have enough, it'll be full, we can purchase Krishna. So these things are not going in vain. Um, that's why it's good to do deity worship. If someone comes to the deity, offers obeisances, he gets immediately credit in his bank account. So this is this is bhakti. So how to solve the problems of life? Um, chanting. Chanting is recommended. This is Bhajana Kriya, beginning of Bhajana Kriya, beginning of devotional service, hearing and chanting. So one of my godbrothers, Bhargava, he asked Srila Prabhupada the question, sometimes I fight with my godbrothers, is that bad? Prabhupada said, no, not necessarily. And Bhargava said, Srila Prabhupada, sometimes I have problems and the spiritual master isn't there and it's too detailed for the scriptures. What should I do? Now, Prabhupada said, if you chant Hare Krishna very nicely, all the answers will come from within. So just imagine, if you're chanting really, really nicely, your japa in the morning, and if you had a video camera in your heart, what would you see? Um, actually, Vitonoti, Krishna is cleaning. He is helping. He's cleaning the heart, if you're hearing with attention. He's so kind. And he hears, oh, my child is trying to reach me. Everybody's Krishna's child. And he's anxious, like a father, if the son is in difficulty. How will this boy be rescued from this difficulty? So we have some dirty things in the heart. Srila Prabhupada summarized all the dirty things in one sentence. I shall be happy by material enjoyment. That's the summary of the dirty things in the heart that we can be happy by enjoying in this world. But um, this is a cause of anxiety because everything in this world is temporary. So we try to enjoy it, we try to feel secure in it. It would disappear or it may break, it may transform its shape or whatever it is. Uh, and uh, we will not be happy. We've accepted something that will not make us happy. So let's go to the purport, paragraph 4, um, uh, that Krishna is going to help us. Let's see, after this is number 2, then number 3, I see two, 1, 2, 3, now let's go to the paragraph 4, can we do that? If, oh, uh, next, I guess, oh yeah, yeah, okay, it, that's it, paragraph 4, um, yeah, so, I have, um, I'm in, in, in the second sentence, which the third line. Um, By the grace of God, such a devotee gets sufficient strength to defend himself from the state of disturbances, and gradually all disturbing elements are eliminated, eliminated from his mind. So this is what happens when we chant. Kridanta sto. Krishna is in the heart. He's helping us when we chant. He's there, we are there, and our dirty things are also there. Like when we chant attentively, Krishna helps us when we hear attentively, chant attentively. And we can't do it ourselves, we need help. So Krishna, he is ready to help us. 
if, if we chant. Because he's Sudit Satam, he is our friend. He's our well-wisher. Just like Srila Prabhupada was our, is our ever well-wisher. End of every letter, you're ever well-wisher. So Satchinandan Swami has a comment about um, getting through the difficulties in unsteady devotional service. He says, uh, after overcoming obstacles, tears of humility and emotion will remove anartas and bring you to Radharani into the camp of love. And then he asked the question, have you all cried sufficiently? Uh, maybe not for Krishna, but I'm sure we have cried sufficiently. <laughs> but he's talking about crying for, for Krishna. Um, so we must reflect on our fallen situation. We know in Krishna book, it's described in chapter 21, when the calves heard Krishna's flute, they all cried. And these were calves. These were little, little small cows. Um, and they couldn't even suck their milk because of Krishna's flute. And tears were gliding from their eyes. They were embracing Krishna heart to heart. So even the cows and calves in Vrindavan knew how to cry for Krishna. Um, so this is the perfection of Krishna consciousness. Now, um, one of my students in Bhaktivai Bhav course, he was, he joined Krishna consciousness in Moscow, Russia. And, and what the practice was when he first joined was you had to, when you chanted Japa, you had to choose one picture in the temple of Krishna. And you had to sit in front of the picture and chant and cry. Everybody had to cry. He said it took him about three days before he could cry. Uh, he said everyone had to cry and chant. That was their practice. But it's not artificial. It will come naturally. It will come naturally. So one time a devotee asked you to Prabhupada. He said, devotee said, seems I have more bad qualities now after I became a devotee. Now Prabhupada said, well, it's not that you have more. It's that you're, it's, you're seeing more because you're cleaning the heart. Just like if you have a dirty house and you haven't cleaned it for a few months, then it gets full of dust. Once you start cleaning, the dust starts flying. And then that's what happens when we chant. Uh, we have dirty hearts, and when we start chanting, then the dust starts flying. And we see, oh dear, where did that desire come from? And so it may seem that we are uh, worse, but actually we're just seeing what was there, which we never saw before. It's like cleaning the house. So, um, Harinam is the purifier. It's a medicine for material disease. So how to increase our attachment to the Holy Name? Uh, uh, Sachi Swami gives us a three-step program. Chanarapi Shunichena Tarariva Sahishuna Amanina Manadena Kirtanaya Sadahari That love of God lives in the house of humility, Dainya. External humility and internal humility. So we have to practice in two ways. So positively we chant, negatively we avoid the ten offenses. So both, both sides are there. We avoid something and we uh, also practice something. So anartha nivriti, why, why do we have to get rid of our anarthas, our unwanted things? Because we need determination to attain Krishna, to focus on what is our true benefit. We must be convinced Krishna will take care of us. And so this is surrender, putting ourselves under the protection of Krishna. So this uh, eagerness is also very helpful for uh, advancing in spiritual life. So sometimes we have these desires that, you know, we, we make a little advancement, but then they come back and we receive the seed of devotional service. But unless we keep so close association with pure devotees, um, uh, our desires will mix and we will become weak. So we need to associate 
this goes through all the levels of devotional services, devotee. Uh, from Shada to Prema, devotee association is very, very important. So now we will go to verse 1 to 18, the next verse. And this will take us to the level of struggle, Maratanivriti. <laughs> Actually above, it's above the level. Um, so can we share? Yes, let's share 1 to 18. Nashta prayesha padre shunit yam bhagavata sevaya bhagavatu tamashloke bhakti bhavati naishtiki. By regular attendance in classes on Bhagavatam and by rendering service <clears throat> to the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed, and loving service unto the personality of Godhead who is praised with transcendental songs, is established as an irrevocable fact. So the purport, here's the remedy for eliminating all auspicious, inauspicious things in the heart, which are considered to be obstacles in the path of self-realization. Remedy is association of the Bhagavatas. There are two types of Bhagavatas, namely Book Bhagavat and Devotee Bhagavat. Both the Bhagavats are competent remedies and both of them, or either of them, can be good enough to eliminate the obstacles. A devotee Bhagavat is as good as the book Bhagavat because devotee Bhagavat leads his life in terms of the book Bhagavat, and the book Bhagavat is full of information about the personality of Godhead and his pure devotees, who are also Bhagavatas. Bhagavat book and person are identical. Okay, so we want to please the devotee, Prabhupada says. Uh, so Bhagavat Sevaya, Nityam, this verse says, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. Bhagavat Sevaya means Tadiya. Tadiya means the things related to Krishna. We don't, um, it doesn't say Bhagavan Sevaya, it says Bhagavata. Bhagavata means the, the um, things like related to Krishna, like Tulsi, like the temple. Uh, so uh, other things, devotees, because we cannot approach Krishna directly. We have to go through his devotees, through his tosi. So, um, preaching, the books, these are all Bhagavatas. Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. So now in paragraph 2 of this, somewhere, uh, let's see. Anyway, I don't know where it is in this. It's a big paragraph. I'll just tell you. Human reason fails to understand how, by serving the devotee Bhagavat or book Bhagavat, one gets gradual promotion on the path of devotion. So we, it, you won't figure it out with your mind. Why, why if we serve the devotee, we make advancement? Why if we serve the book, we make advancement? That, you won't be able to figure it out. But these are facts explained by Nardamuni. So Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. Always serve Bhagavatam, or the Bhagavata. Uh, this is a prescription giving by, given by Sutta Goswami. He's telling us what to do. Shri Prabhupada explains. Yeah, there's the sentence. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Prabhupada explains that every day or every moment you should remember Bhagavatam. And then the dirty things are removed. So, um, abhaja. Abhaja means dirty things, inauspicious things, heart disease for sense enjoyment. But um, here it says, interesting, this verse says, not all of the dirty things, almost all. When almost all are um, taken out of your heart, then you become to nishta. So it doesn't require 100% for nishta. It's not, um, and so what does it require? Prabhupada in his lecture said 75%. If you are clean 75%, you get nishta, not bhakti bhavati and naishtiki. You get nishta. So there are different stages uh, shadha, sadhusanga, bhajana, kriya, nartana, vritti, then nishta. When the unwanted things almost all finished, praya, 75%, you come to nishta. So, His Holiness Jayapitaka Swami was telling a story when Prabhupada was lecturing in Los Angeles. 
and he he was saying that uh, you must be completely free of desire for sense gratification to go back to Godhead. So the devotees were they had their faces down and they weren't very happy hearing that. And Prabhupada said, "Okay, okay, ninety percent free. You must be <laughs> so you can go back." And the devotees were still looking down. He said, "Okay, eighty percent free." <laughs> And the devotees, and then finally Prabhupada got off the Vyasasan and he looked back and he said, 75%. <laughs> that was Jab Takamaraj, so that's confirmed again. Now, um, he will make up for our lack if we are sincere. So there's an example of one, one mm, associate of Srila Prabhupada before he came to America, when he was actually in school, when Prabhupada was in uh, college. And one of our devotees, Atmatattva, met this man uh, in South India, in Bangalore. He had to make two life members per month, and he wasn't good at it. So he looked in the phone book, and he saw a Bengali name in Bangalore. He made an appointment. This man had a huge office, and he, he showed him the books. The man said, yes, I'll become a member, and I'll give a donation. I'll give you 10,000 rupees. Instead of 2222 was the membership fee. So then he said, my father grew up in Calcutta and he was a classmate of Abai and <laughs> Prabhupada. So he was Prabhupada's classmate. Every day Abai came to our house at lunchtime and played chess with my father. The stake for the game was lunch and almost always Abai would win. Later, this man got a PhD in Sanskrit and became a professor in local university. So Abai told him, you should help me later on when I do something. Abai told him, you should help me. Years later, then, this uh, Ganguly learned Abai went to New York. And there was a local Calcutta temple. And for three days, um, this, um, this man went to see Prabhupada. And Prabhupada said, where's your father? Why didn't he come? Tell him I want to see him. So the son went home, told the father. And the father said, how can I go and see him? He is guru of the world. I'm Grihamedi. But son said, but he wants to see you. What should I tell him? Father said, tell him I'm sick. So Prabhupada asked when that's next when he went back, why didn't your father come? He's sick? Okay, I'm coming to see him. So next morning for the morning walk, he, he walked down one alley after another. He went to their house. He rang the bell and they went in to the bedroom of the father. Prabhupada poked him and said, hey, you didn't come to see me. And Prabhupada said, my disciples need to learn Sanskrit. I told you, you should help me. Come and teach them Sanskrit. You can travel around the world with me and teach them. Why don't you do that? You come. I will take you. And the man said, oh, Swamiji, I'm very old. I don't have any spiritual energy. Prabhupada said, no, you have the spark. Same quality that's in me is also in you. You should join this movement. It is very important. Bharata Bhumite you should perfect your life. Better late than never. Then Prabhupada left. At three o'clock that afternoon, then the son came home from school. His father asked for some water. And the father leaned back and said, Bhaktivedanta Swami would take me. He closed his eyes and he passed away from this world. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, the son said in the morning when Prabhupada said to my father, you come, I will take you. He said, I thought Prabhupada was saying, come to Iskand, I will take you to America or something. But we understood what Prabhupada actually meant after my father passed on. So he, if, so he told this devotee, when you called, I asked you to come because I wanted to share this with you. In fact, we are already life members. But he told the story about his father. So um, Prabhupada will make up for what we lack. Um, this man, he had, he did, had a service attitude to Prabhupada, and Prabhupada accepted that. And uh, yes, so also um, my godbrother Dina Bandhu, he, he said uh, Prabhupada was on the Vyasa Sun in Los Angeles, the end of a lecture, and he said if you would just follow these four regular principles, chant sixteen rounds, you will go back home, back to Godhead. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So we have this guarantee. Uh, if you follow Srila Prabhupada, chant your 16 rounds, 
and follow the four rate of principles, you will go back to Godhead. So even in another lecture, Prabhupada made a further concession. He said, okay, even 50, 60% clean, <laughs> then uh, you, will, you will become to Nishta. So, Kirtaniya Sadahari, always chant Hare Krishna, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. So, I would like to ask you one question in this class. But I think I asked you this last class too. Um, I asked you what you were convinced about. Because f to get to Nishta, we have to have a conviction. Um, yes. I guess it's the same thing, so maybe I won't ask it. Um, so what is the conviction? Uh, Prabhupada says that if, um, yes, if I surrender to Krishna, all my perfection is achieved. Yes, we did mention that in the last class. No need to do it again. So what happens in our heart during the cleansing process? Uh, Chaitanya Shaitamrita is described. The first thing that happens is that Gornitai come in our heart. They come in our heart. And when Gornitai come in our heart, they reveal the two Bhagavatas, the book and the devotee. They, um, and when they come in our heart, it's not like uh, the sun outside. Uh, the sun, it helps to take away the darkness for our external senses, our eyes, external eyes. But Lord Shaitanya Nityananda, they take away the darkness of our heart and they help us meet the two kinds of Bhagavatas and then when these two Bhagavatas do some action in our heart then Krishna gives bhakti and okay here's a question I can ask you what comes next after Krishna gives bhakti what happens next you can write it on your chant We've got, okay, the two Bhagavatas have come. Gornitai have given us the two Bhagavatas. Two Bhagavatas have given us bhakti, eagerness. Okay, Akshay says eagerness. Um, we've got bhakti now. We've got prema, actually. We've got prema. Ultimate happiness, okay. All of these answers are correct. <laughs> um, service, love of Godhead, prema, good good. So, bhakti gives bhakti, okay. <laughs> More bhakti. Yes, why not? No limit. So then, uh, what? what is uh, protection? What does Chaitanya Chaitamrita say comes after bhakti? Then, you would never guess actually, you would never guess. After bhakti, you get bhakti, you get prema, then you control Krishna. <laughs> That's what comes next. Krishna is under your control. That's what Chaitanya Chaitamrita says. So if we hear attentively the message of Bhagavatam by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Nitai, we meet the two Bhagavatas, get Krishna Prema, and Krishna comes under our control. So now we're going to look at a, a file I sent. It's called, the title is Anishtita Bhajan, Distraction in Chanting or unsteady devotional service. Okay, now today we're going to go on the left side, the six stages of anarcha nivriti or symptoms of anishtita bhajana kriya. So hold on one minute, I have to close this door. Okay. There we go. That helps. Um, okay, back we are. So, uh, Hmm. Now the first thing here is, no, we're going to start from the bottom, because that's where we are at the beginning of our devotional service. We start at the bottom. The bottom is utsaha mai, and that means sudden enthusiasm, great enthusiasm. When we first become devotees, um, it's just like a young student who is very proud, thinking himself to be a great scholar. And um, sometimes he's so enthusiastic that uh, he thinks he's very special. And he thinks, oh, everybody's in Maya. I have to, have to get them out of Maya. 
Uh, he might preach to his parents. You're not my parents. I had so many parents, so many births. And some of our, you know, crazy devotees did do that. Uh, or you'll, you'll go up to some old person on the street and say, your, your teeth are falling out, your liver's defective, you can't, you're blind, you can't hear. So you better take up spiritual life. You know, this is over-enthusiastic. Sometimes our preaching might be over-enthusiastic. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, like the first level of unsteady devotional service. It's called utsahamayis, about false confidence enthusiasm. Then the next level is called ghana tarala. That means sometimes we're very enthusiastic and sometimes we're not. We're very lethargic. So you go through, sometimes you go through spells like this. Uh, sometimes you're really enthusiastic, get up early in the morning. And sometimes, oh no, you know, how many Mangalarchis have I done already? Uh, if I miss one, it won't, it won't make a difference. Um, or whatever you do when you wake up in the morning. So, Kanatarala. Or our chanting may go through spells like that. And sometimes we're really enthusiastic to chant, and sometimes we are not. So then the next one, Virivikalpa, indecision extends speculation. Now this is an interesting stage. Um, it's, it's like when you, it's very hard for you to decide what to, is the next step for you to do in your devotional service. Um, if you are in the family, you might think, oh, should I, should we go to Vrindavan and just leave everything and live in Vrindavan? Or um, shall I make my house a temple? Or, um, yes. And, or quit my job? You know, so these are sometimes things that, or if you're living inside the temple, the brahmachari might think, oh, should I get married? And so this is like, you're kind of like in a, a bewildering situation, you don't know what's your next step. Um, so then you're thinking and you're questioning a lot of things. Um, so that's, in Western language, it's also called midlife crisis. Um, that you go through this, this uh, period in your life. Or should I change my service? Should I go to India? Should I go to another temple or place? So these, these thoughts may go through our mind. It's kind of an unsteady situation. So then the fourth level, Vishay Shangara, struggle with the senses, desire for enjoyment. Um, so this is like a, a stage of internal tug of war with material sense enjoyment. It's we, we are struggling internally. Um, so sometimes conflicting doubts and arguments are in the heart and we think, oh, I should not do these things, I should do these things. And uh, so sometimes we lose our attraction for chanting. It becomes weak in our devotional service. And then we think, okay, okay, um, I should give up these desires and just focus on my chanting and don't do anything else. Uh, but um, it's very difficult. It's like a struggle going on inside. Um, of course, the devotee, we, we know we're convinced devotional service is the way, and this is what I need to do. But sometimes we, we fall down into sense enjoyment and we forget. Maybe you watch a movie and you forget Krishna or something like that. So this is sometimes we win and sometimes we lose our war against the senses. A niyamakshama, that's the fifth level, inability to improve. We try, we try to make some vows, okay, near Jalakadashi I will do, I will stay up all night, or I will do this vow or that vow, maybe a Kartik vow, and we're unable to keep it. Um, like we, some devotees do near Jalakadashi, and then the next day they, they sleep the whole day or they feast the whole day. So this is the fifth level here, niyamakshama. And... Um, so you, you make vows, but you can't keep them. And then the last level is Tarangarangari, enjoying material facilities. So sometimes um, when you preach, you get special facilities or people uh, incur um, appreciate you and they say so many nice things. So if we think, yeah, it, I, it is my credit, no, then, then you fall down. Or if we try to grab the things, hold on to the things that we get, 
by performing uh, preaching, preaching activities. So this is the waves, playing in the waves of enjoying while we're preaching. So you can look at this list on the left side and see what what um, things are challenges for you in, our spirit, in your spiritual life. Um, hopefully you're already at Nishta and you can go to the next, well, the next side has a few few more obstacles. We'll do that next week. We'll go on that side next week. The obstacles to Nisha. Five last obstacles. Besides this, is, but now we're in this unsteady so it's, uh, stages of devotional service. So um, how to become free from offenses? Offenses are a very, very difficult thing on, on this path. And so I have um, some nice prayers. Maybe you can put this verse up on the board. It's Canto 10, Chapter 1, Verse 4. 10, 1, 4. can put this up. It's a very beautiful verse describing different stages or levels of chanting. You have it? Mm, yes. No? We are trying. Waiting? <laughs> okay, anyway, I would just say the verse, and if it comes, it comes. Nivritatar Shair Upagiyamanat Bhavo Shata Shotamano Biramat Kautamashoka Gunanuvadat Puman Virajetavina Pashu Karat. Thank you. Now we'll go to the translation. Glorification of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is performed in Parampara system. That is, it is conveyed from spiritual master to disciple. Such glorification is relished by those no longer interested in the false temporary glorification of this cosmic manifestation. Descriptions of the Lord are the right medicine for the conditioned soul undergoing repeated birth and death. Therefore, who will cease hearing such glorification of the Lord except a butcher or one who is killing his own self? So this verse is really nice um, to chant after you do your japa, it it, it uh, counteracts offenses to chanting the holy name. It talks about different levels of chanting. Um, it's relish some some level of devotees relish it. That's the liberated souls. They relish the chanting, and we may also relish sometimes too. You don't have to be liberated so to chant and be happy. And also, they are medicine for some of us. Um, take our medicine, <laughs> chant the holy name. Uh, uh, definitely they are medicine for those of us who are not on the level of, of pure devotional service. It's, it's medicine. It cleans the heart. We take our medicine. And, but sometimes it's also we enjoy it too. Uh, and sometimes it's just uh, we like it. Uh, they are descriptions of the Lord of the Right Medicine, and uh, it's, it's very, uh, we're attracted, we're attracting to hearing the chanting. So, um, I'll just say one more verse, uh, which you do not have. Dasha aparada jena hridayena pashe kipokari mahaprabhu majinamarashe This is from Harinam Chintamani. O Mahaprabhu, please be merciful to me so that the ten offenses never touch my heart and I can always remain absorbed in the rasa of the holy name. So I think I told you about this in last class, but I will repeat it again. Um, there was one of my godbrothers wrote a letter to Prabhupada uh, that he's in Germany preaching. And Prabhupada wrote back, why are my books not being printed in Germany? 
And the Wadi thought, I can't hardly speak German, I can't translate them. Then they understood Opro, but once his books translated into German, and I had to figure out how to do that. So he wrote, what do I do, Prabhupada? Prabhupada said, chant Hare Krishna, and Krishna will give you intelligence. And he, did, he said the same thing, he get, same instruction he gave to the artist, you chant Hare Krishna, and you'll be guided by super so how to paint. So this devotee said, that was almost always the answer I got. Prabhupada wasn't the type of manager or leader who would give details. He inspired you to use your creative intelligence. In fact, Prabhupada said, there's a kind of individual genius in every living entity. When I looked up the word genius in dictionary, definition was indwelling deity. Genius is not something you or I or anyone possesses. It means Krishna. So, if by inspiration of the spiritual master, we make ourselves receptive to the inflow of Krishna, then Krishna, genius, reveals how something should be done. So if you think you have less intelligence, that, that's not an impediment. You just chant Hare Krishna, and when you chant, then you access an ocean of intelligence. The Supersoul is an ocean of intelligence, and each of us has Supersoul in our heart, and he's our genius. He's helping us to make advancement in spiritual life. So then, when devotee asked Prabhupada, so how do I chant with attention? Prabhupada said seven words, and it includes everything. Just try to hear, that's the ear, yourself chant, that's the tongue, with attention. That's the mind or the heart. So just try to hear yourself chant with attention. That was Prabhupada said, how to chant with attention. Just try to hear yourself. Chant sincerely, sorry, not with attention. Just try to hear yourself chant sincerely. And sincerely means the heart, the mind, the intelligence, hearing and chanting. So that is, um, you can try to do that this week. Try to hear yourself chant sincerely. And uh, the Lord in the heart will clean your heart and you will become free from anartas. So I'll stop here if anyone has questions or comments. find the potency of um, chanting you mentioned that when we chant Krishna will be merciful upon us and he will help us take away those you know uh, problems of our life through by clearing our mind by you know mm -hmm. will, our mind will get trained um, often um, it comes to mind uh, will it also take away our material uh, problems or we, or we still have to deal with them ourselves um. It will not take away the problems, but it will take away your mm, misery. <laughs> it will not, the problems will not affect you in the same way. Um, you, you, it will, it'll take away your anxiety about the problems. It'll take away your um, unhappiness, your sadness, uh, the chanting. It will do that. It will take away the negative um, things that go with the problems. Problems, as long as we're in this material world, we can't avoid problems. It's, problems are going to be there. We're living in a temporary place, always changing. Body's always changing. Mind's always changing. And, but the soul is eternal, and the soul is very uncomfortable with all these changes. The soul is not happy here. You are not happy here. So, therefore, um, what changes is how you see the problems. They're, they're not problems anymore. They're opportunities for getting closer to Krishna. You can pray like that. Okay, Krishna, now um, I'm having this problem. Um, it's a challenge. Uh, please 
let me see your hand in this, let me learn the lesson from this, let me get closer to you, let me bring, you, bring myself closer to you in this situation. So, um, yes, it, we need to, um, and when we do that, then things change, uh, and things come to you, ideas come, solutions come, but when you're, as long as you keep in a very negative um, mindset, then uh, you will be blocking all the good from coming. So you have to change from the negative um, perception to positive perception. Yes. Makes sense, Mataji. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That helps. And in fact, Krishna said right in Bhagavad Gita that I am partial to my devotees. So, uh. yeah, he changing right. our uh, mindset and taking away those problems and turning them into opportunities. Yeah. Thank you, Mataji. Okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I see Kasturi Manjari has her hand up. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, Mataji, for the very nice, inspiring, wonderful class. Mataji, I have a question in uh, between you mentioned about uh, some temple where, you know, everybody was supposed to cry <laughs> for three, that that one Brahmachari, he took him for like three days to cry. <laughs> yeah. like we also hear that we shouldn't artificially try yeah, to exactly. bring out these uh, emotions yes, or yes. basically the different uh, sattvika vibhavas, so we shouldn't artificially try, so right. how to understand? Yeah, yeah, this temple, um, you know, sometimes they do uh, temples in the early days, they did very extreme things. So this is an example of what not to do. <laughs> we cannot force ourselves. Um, and they were very fanatic, and that's what you had to do. Um, I know another some devotees, not temples were fanatic, um, but even devotees, they would put blinders like horses have and put a picture in front of Krishna and they wouldn't look either side, only the picture, you know, I don't know how they walk, but <laughs> these are examples of extreme fanaticism. And that happened. I've seen that. So we should not um, try to be extreme, but let it come naturally. Um, when we actually feel that emotion, it will come. It will come. We will cry for Krishna. And even um, other thing I'm remembering just now, like you spoke that very beautiful sentence and uh, that Srila Prabhupada spoke about this, that um, we should try to hear, you should try to hear yourself chant sincerely. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I remember reading in Srila Prabhupada's purpose that uh, one shouldn't even artificially try to meditate on certain form of the Lord, basically, like... People ask that question, Mataji, many times. Well, um, I, have, I have heard that form is okay. You can meditate on the form, but it's not okay. the Leela. Uh -huh. You should not artificially meditate no. on the Leela, mm -hmm. the pastimes. But if but it comes in your mind, don't try to throw it out, you know. Don't say, oh, no, I shouldn't think of the Leela. No, no, let it come. If the form comes, if the Leela comes, that's good. And if you, I find it helpful to chant in front of the form of Krishna, the deities. Mm -hmm. I find that very helpful. So for me, that's helpful to see a form. You know, like I know who I'm talking to. I see Krishna. Mm -hmm. And that's who I'm sending my chanting to. Just like you call on the phone to somebody and you see them. You see, you have a... A picture of who, what they look like when they, when mm -hmm. they call you. So um, the form is not so bad. In fact, there is a verse in Bhagavatam, um, which says that even if the form forcefully comes in your mind, that's okay. Mm. Like it did with Agasura, Agasura mm -hmm. force forcibly. Um, but yeah, it's not good to do anything artificial. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Thank you so much, Mataji. And my next question is about this uh, viewed vikalpa, one of the stages of uh, Narthani Vritti. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me. Indecision. 
Oh, indecision, right. Okay. Indecision. Mm-hmm. So, Mataji, like, um, how to understand this one, like you mentioned about the brahmachari, whether I should become a brahmachari or I should get married and all mm-hmm. that. So, these kind of indecisive things always, I mean, at for me, I mean, at my new fight stage, it is always there that where sometimes it's very hard to make a decision. So, mm-hmm. is it the view difficult or there is some other other also in it no it's just like um this happens to everyone so it's good to know to be aware of what what can come up while you are practicing devotional service Uh, doubts may come you should know you should know because sometimes devotees you know they're really fanatic in the beginning and then the doubts come and they think oh my god maybe i'm i'm doing i'm on the wrong path but no, you should know that this is just something that happens um, while you are practicing. Just uh, for example, it's not only on our path, but in all the paths, um, devotees' experiences uh, on the Christian path also, they call it the dark night of the soul mm. when you have doubts. And um, I remember this, I was in Calcutta where Mother Teresa was, She was, and mm-hmm. she, she left her body. And then after she left her body, there was an article in the Newsweek magazine. And it was very interesting because somehow they got a hold of her diary. Mm. And she had written down, confessing she had some doubts. And they said, Jessie, she's not a saint. Because she had some doubts. But, no, it's, I, you know, I said, no, no, she's just, you know, going through that stage that we go through too and and you know you you just see you know so much good she did but you don't see the you know one little negative thing then that's who she is it's not who she was and what people remember her for and so yeah but we have to know because one reason devotees fall down from devotional service is because they have ignorance about the path have mm. ignorance of what to expect when you're following this path. So this is what I'm telling um, this unsteady devotional service. This is something that happens to everyone when you're following this path. And we have to keep uh, be persistent. Take good association always of devotees. That will help you when you come to these doubts and these um, indecisions. Always consult with devotees. Even Parikshit Maharaj, in beginning of Bhagavatam, he was cursed, and uh, he had an idea what he should do the next step. He would just fast and sit on the bank of the Ganga and hear about Vishnu. But even though he was a Mahabhagavat and he knew, he consulted the sages. What should I do? He asked Shukadev, now what should I hear? What should I do now? Now that I'm faced with death, what should I do? So it's always good to consult, even we may think we know the best thing to do, but it's good to consult with the devotees. Guru, Guru, Sadhu, Shastra. Thank you so much, Mataji, for mm-hmm. um, very helpful, very, very helpful answers, Mataji. One last thing about, uh, you mentioned about this verse, uh, after, like, after chanting, uh, reciting this verse from 10th Canto, mm-hmm. 10th four, and then after that you quoted some verse from Chaitanya Tiritamrita. Oh, yeah. Um, can I humbly ask you again? Okay, I don't know if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it and share it. I'm not good at this. Uh, it's on my computer. Mm, I have to find it. Okay, let me go down here. Um, and face this. Yeah, I, I will try and find it and share it with you. Um, let's see, yes, okay, um, here it is, uh, okay, I'm opening it up, um, okay, yeah, okay, I've got it here, um, now let's see, I have to go back to Zoom and share my screen, right? How do I share my screen? (laughs) Uh, is there some button somewhere? 
on the bottom Mataji, there is this green uh, on the bottom no i don't find any green i have okay i just it's have... a green screen share really okay maybe i'm too low down let me see if i oh, it doesn't go up hmm no i don't find it um my thing seems to be too low let's see if i can go to zoom no no i lost everything <laughs> okay oh now i see i see exit minimized video no no i can't find it now i'll send it to i can send it by email to buy hari and he can share it okay hold on let me send this to by hari mm-hmm mm -hmm. um okay gmail um in june okay reply mm -hmm. um to Indu. okay now i'm attaching this file I'm looking, looking, looking. Uh-huh. Okay, here it is. Okay, I'm attaching it. And it's going to Indu. Send. Indu, did you get it? Indu? Aibo? I'm, I'm uh, looking, Mataji. I think it takes a few minutes to come. Okay, I sent it to Indu's email. Oh, you're looking. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent it. I don't know how to screen share. There's no button on my thing. I mean, it's, the problem is everything is too low on my computer um, for me to see any green. There's no green button on my thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I put it up, but it's not there. Yeah. View, maybe if I view, no. Mm -hmm. Mute, stop, more. Pause. Did you get it? Um, not yet. Maybe we can continue with the Q&A when I get it. Okay, up. all right. Question and answer. I saw Rashmi Singh has her hand up. Yeah, Hare Krishna, Mataji. Jai. Mataji, recently we were um, in our group, we, we, we were studying Kunti prayers with Kasturi Mandiri Mataji. Um, and, uh, you know, in that um, uh, Prabhupada purport, it, uh, it, it mentions that, you know, we need to uh, practice um, this detachment, you know, for the material desire should gradually, uh, it, it has to come off and we need to um, be... In, a, in the bhakti mode or the, on the or more spiritual in other words uh, but how do we uh, how do we do this Mataji like uh, yeah. does it come naturally or we need to do some endeavor to get that you know some tips uh, yeah tips, actually Srila um, Prabhupada explains that um, you cannot simply practice detachment it will not work in order to be detached you have to be attached to Krishna, attached to spiritual life, attached to devotees. So what you have to do, and even Kunti said that in her prayers, um, first she says, let me be detached. And then secondly, she said, let my love flow to you. So in order for you to be detached, you have to have some attachment. Without attachment, the soul cannot exist. So that is, um, yeah. So you have to, uh, you have to make yourself um, strong in your attachment to chanting, in your attachment to Krishna, reading, being with devotees. If you make that attachment strong, then detachment will come naturally. Just like when we joined Krishna consciousness, before we joined, we were breaking um, some of the regulative principles. Uh, but when after we joined, it became easy because we were became attached to prasada no meat eating, yeah, and uh, so we were, because we were satisfied, we were happy, we were attached to the things of Krishna consciousness, we could become detached 
from the other things. Okay, Mother. Oh, he Thank got it. So, okay. Um, yeah, here's here's the verse. So, yeah. I am a servant of Lord Chaitanya. Oh, that's a different one. So, oh, I gave you the wrong one. Sorry, that's for tomorrow's class. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I gave you the wrong one. Hmm. All right. That's for the next class. That's okay. Save it for the next class. Um, what I'll do is I'll... Let's see. What is that? How does that verse go? Yeah. Anyway. I think it's a different file. It has the verses to overcome. Okay, I'll send it to you. Um, unless, if there's another question, I can take it now. Okay, Akshay has his hand up. So then I can send another file. I sent the wrong file. It's for next week, but that's okay. Keep it for next week. Mm. Yes, Akshay, what is your question? Uh, uh, thank you so much, Mataji, for a lovely lecture. Um, and also for sharing all the pastimes of Srila Prabhupada and uh, <laughs> devotees. So, Mataji, I had a question um, after your last um, uh, lecture last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it seems like uh, there's a lot of emphasis on hearing. That's and right. you um, gave very nice, succinct um you know, bullet points to how to hear um, nicely, attentively, inquisitively, uh, engaging, um, and sincerely. Mm -hmm. So, are there any tips, Mataji, that um, you could offer us for reading? How can we... Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, actually, there's a seminar on that. <laughs> One class I can give on that, but... Um... It would take a whole class, but basically, before you read, you you pray. Um, you offer obeisances to, and you pray to who you're going to be hearing from. Like if it's Bhagavad Gita, you pray to Shri Prabhupada, Arjuna, and Krishna. That please give me something relevant for my life. Offer obeisances and pray, and then when you start reading, read slowly. And if something strikes you as interesting, stop and think about it. How, how can I, um, how is this relevant for my life? How can I apply this? Or what does this mean? And then go on again and read slowly and then find something else like that. Instead of, not, don't try to read many much at a time, but just meditatively read. And then after you finish, you can offer obeisances and express your appreciation for it. That's one way to read, yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah do a seminar on that again, Mataji. <laughs> I know, I did that. I think ages ago I did that. I don't know if you were there for that. No, I don't remember even uh -huh. um, about a seminar on this. Yeah, I did that many, many years ago, maybe 10 years, I don't know, <laughs> some years ago. Yeah, so I can I can do that sometime. It's just a one-class seminar on reading. Yeah. Okay, I did send to Bayahari, I sent the actual prayers for today. Um, verses for today, yeah. yeah. So if when you get them, then you can share that that verse. Uh, Ravi has his hand up. Uh, Hare Krishna. Mataji, my question is like uh, how to be appreciative a little more naturally because generally when in devotees' presence, it all looks okay, wonderful, but. Uh, you know, when you are in home, like all by yourself, like, and then, uh, you know, even like, you know, even appreciating sending it through a chat message or something, it looks like a struggle, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And then uh, I need to put an effort thinking that don't they deserve the appreciation, then answer is no, they deserve, then I will uh, put it. But sometimes you don't feel like putting that effort, kind of. <laughs> I know. The whole material world is against you. Okay, here is the um, the verse I shared here. Das aparajena hidrena pashe. Yeah, uh, so that's, you can pray. Krishna, you know, be truthful with Krishna. Okay, I don't feel like um, doing this uh, appreciation, but I'm. please give me the strength to do it. Because it's a war against, the whole world is trying to keep us down, the material world. 
It's trying to make us not appreciate, be negative, be hopeless, be helpless. No, we, we need to pray, and Krishna will help us. You pray, okay, uh, I'm losing, I'm feeling weak, please give me strength to do this, um, make this appreciation, to do this service, to be positive. Yeah. Right. Prayer is very strong. <laughs> okay, any other? I don't see any other questions right now. Uh, okay, yeah. Just, that was Ravi. Okay, so, shall we end here? Uh, Hare Krishna Mataji, just oh. uh, one comment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, um, we often hear that when we are, when we are, we are reading Yamuna Acharya, even he's a mm-hmm. very exalted devotee, yeah. he said that I speak at the thought. I know, he but thinks of it. <laughs> means. That, that, that means even at that level, this yeah. thought comes. Yeah, because it's the material world. So... You cannot stop uh, the things from coming. They will come in your mind. Even such a great devotee, the thoughts are coming. Um, because we still have material body, we're still in the material world. So uh, I remember even Prabhupada said one time that, oh, one night he dreamt about his wife. <laughs> so so it happens, it happens. Um, and so. Don't feel too bad about yourself, <laughs> because it happens to everyone. Nobody is, is special. Everybody has these thoughts. It hap- Because we are here in this world, which is, I mean, it's full. The vibrations are there in the ether. So much. So much is there. And we are just like a little bit, you know, protected here in our little Krishna consciousness. And we're trying to uh, make advancement against the current of this material world, especially Kali Yuga now. So, but we're very fortunate that we have um, the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Nityananda. And if you chant their name, then that will be helpful also. Uh, to, um, <clears throat> because they don't take any offense. Panchatapa Mahamantra. There's no offense. Chanting. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Okay. So we will stop here. Jai, all glories to Srila Prabhupada, Hare Krishna. And next week we will finish. It is the, um, um, yeah, after Nishta. Nishta and Ruchi mostly we'll talk about, and then the higher stages of it. We'll touch on. Oh, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much.